What is up guys, this is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 275 of the Not Born This Way podcast, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company. So let me run this little story by you and you can probably relate because I think we've all seen this. Someone comes by walking their dog. So you're anxious to see what the dog's like because we love dogs. And as the dog and the owner get closer, you see that the dog seems to be a little bit overweight. Probably not a not a healthy weight for a dog. Um, and this is very easy to see in animal and dogs, especially because honestly, there's not that many that are overweight. Typically, they're at a reasonably healthy weight, but occasionally you'll see one that seems to be heavier than they should be. Sometimes you'll see some that's a lot heavier than it should be. Um, funny enough, we see that in cats more. I think right the 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 big the big old fat cat. But let's use dogs for this example. So we see the dog, and, and we have this twinge of, wow, that dog's adorable, but I'm a little worried because I feel like that's unhealthy for the dog. Now, we will usually draw a few conclusions as to why we think the dog is overweight. Uh, funny enough, we can probably run this same parallel conversation about kids, right? You see that? I'm not talking about a little chub, but a kid that you you look at and you're like, man, I'm, I'm worried about that kid, right? He doesn't look like he's he's healthy or she's healthy. And then we we maybe don't say it aloud, but everybody runs this quick judgment on the parent, right? Why, why is that child that way? Why is the parent letting that child be that way? And I'm sure we have our own, you know, reasons for why that is in our own judgments based on our own biases and our own opinions. But what I find is very common uh, and you know, obviously there'll be some exceptions to this, but for the most part, the owner of the dog or the child does not want that child or that dog to be unhealthy. That is, that is the furthest thing from their mind. That owner, let's call, let's stick with the owner so you don't get confused with the owner and parent, but it's the same thing. The owner of the dog is n- usually not saying, you know what, I want to have this dog die prematurely because it's unhealthy because I've been overfeeding it. I'm going to I'm going to go with that. I'm going to overfeed my dog. Uh, simultaneously I'll underexercise him, but I'll mostly focus on overfeeding him, giving him way too many treats so that he develops uh, health issues and dies prematurely. I can assure you that that's 99.999 times never the case. Uh, same thing with the parent, okay? Um, so what's happening there? Why, why is that happening when the last thing that the owner wants is for this dog to have health problems? And in fact, the owner loves that dog so much. Why is the owner behaving in a way? Because at the end of the day, that's one thing we can see with animals, right? Um, it's 100% on us. Like that, that animal is relying on us completely for everything in a domesticated animal like this. So anything that's going on with that animal is on us. No, you no two ways about it. That is, it is not. It is the animal's fault if it's underfed and too. I mean, it's our fault if the animal is starving and underweight. It's our fault or credit or whatever if the animal is healthy and doing well. It's our fault if the animal is overweight. We're feeding it too much. We're giving it too many treats. We're not taking it for walks. We're not giving it exercise time. It is on us. Make no mistake. So that's number one. So if we if we acknowledge that, why are we doing something 
or not doing something or whatever? Why are we behaving in a way that's going to risk the health of this animal that we love so much? Well, I would turn that around and say it's the same thing that we do with ourselves, right? We love that animal so much that we cannot deal with its short-term discomfort. We, we love to see and create short-term pleasure and happiness in this animal, right? So what do animals really like? Treats. When do they really like you when you give them treats? Um, what do they really not like? Uh, being hungry, right? Um, what do we really not like? Seeing them uncomfortable or hungry. So when they come over and they whine and they pout and they bark and they make their cute faces, we want to make them happy. We want to give them a treat. We want to feed them again. We want to see them never, ever be uncomfortable. We want to see them happy and satisfied all the time. But the irony is we are causing our animal to be unhealthy and probably die prematurely. You see where I'm going with this, guys. How often do we do this to ourselves? Um, you know, I remember hearing the expression, cruel to be kind, when I was a kid. I think there was a song, a really old song like that. And I used to always have a hard time wrapping my head around, what? how could someone be cruel to be kind? You know, it never made sense to me. But as I get older, I get it. That's discipline, okay? That's parenting. That's coaching. That's having discipline over our own lives. This is where we go wrong. As a parent, it's, it's the most obvious, right? I want nothing more than my children to be happy and joyful all the time. But if I left it up to them, they would drink a soda for every meal. They'd play video games all day. They would never do schoolwork. They would never exercise. They would never eat anything healthy. They would never read. And they would be fucking useless. Okay? They would be unhealthy. They would be uneducated. They would have no mental toughness, no physical strength, nothing. They, I would have done a terrible job of parenting because that is my job. My job, there's a great expression, right? It's called prepare the child for the road, not the road for the child. Again, prepare the child for the road, not the road for the child. Make the child strong enough to be able to go out there and survive on his own. Prepare the child for what's to come versus try to pad everything for them. Make sure they have the path of least resistance. Make sure they never encounter challenges and difficulty. Make sure everybody gets a trophy at the baseball game. Don't let them be last. Don't let them try anything they're not good at. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay? How many times do we do that to ourselves? Yes, it would feel great to sleep in and be comfortable every morning. But guess what? Getting up early, getting after it, getting a workout, getting stronger, reading a book, getting healthier, all these things are going to be way better for you in the long term. But they create discomfort in the short term. The owner of the overweight dog cannot deal with the short term discomfort of his or her animal 
but they are sacrificing the long-term happiness and health of the animal, okay? Because not only are we sacrificing years on this animal's life, it's actually not gonna have a fulfilling life when it's older and overweight. It can't do the things that an animal naturally wants to do, run and jump and move around. It will lay on the couch, lay on the floor and be unhealthy and just live for the next snack. That is not the life goal of an animal. That should not be the life goal of a human. Our goal should not be to get to the point where we're unhealthy, we spend our life on the couch and all we look forward to is our next snack. But we do that to ourselves because we are so concerned with our day-to-day comfort and avoiding discomfort that we lose track of the long-term strategy, okay? We have to be willing to be uncomfortable short-term to be happy and fulfilled and healthy long-term. I cannot stress this enough. It doesn't matter if you're talking about food and eating, if you're talking about exercise, if you're talking about careers, if you're talking about emotional health, mental health, almost everything is going to require a state of discomfort for it to improve and to be better. I talked about this, uh, I think it was the last episode maybe, or, or a video about the cost of comfort, but uh, if it wasn't a podcast, look at the my Instagram there's a video on there about the cost of comfort. Same thing. You know, we strive in this society and modern times for comfort, everything to be easy. But when you make everything easy and you remove the discomfort, you also remove the pleasure, the satisfaction, the sense of accomplishment that comes from doing things. Right? Do things. Do difficult things. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Make yourself get up and go exercise. Make yourself eat better. Make yourself drink less alcohol. Make yourself drink more water. Make yourself get up earlier to do important stuff. Make yourself go to bed earlier and cut out the Netflix. Do all the things that create temporary discomfort, but that will make you happier and healthier and stronger in the long term. That's it for today, guys. Have a great day.